What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our 5 p.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. Uh, I don't have a title for tonight. You need to make the title for yourself, however God ministers to you. But I will say tonight, uh, the Lord's going to break off whoever want to be broke off. We're dealing with the breaker's anointing. We're dealing with the chain breaker. Um, we're dealing with the earth shatterer. We're dealing with the almighty God. And I just want to dive straight in. First Chronicles 14, 11. So Israel came up to Baal Perazim, and David smote the Philistines there. Then David said, God has broken my enemies by my hand like, boom, the bursting forth of waters. Therefore, they called the name of that place, say that place, Belperazim, the Lord of breaking through. Say breakthrough. See, everybody want a breakthrough, but they don't even know who breakthrough is. Breakthrough is a person. It's not a thing. If you want breakthrough, then that's saying you want God to interrupt your life. There's nothing about getting breakthrough that leaves you in control. There's nothing about breakthrough that leaves you in control. Say, Jesus, take the will. Listen. 2 Samuel 5.20. See, and if you understood who the Philistines was, they had strong hold on the children of Israel. And David finally broke the nation through this stronghold. Do I got any people that's going to finally have a moment in their lives and in their bloodline's history where they're going to break some stuff off that's been around too long in their lives? I know some people love staying stuck. Like, like, like I smoked weed long enough. 20 years, a long time to smoke. There comes a time where you, if you want to, if you want increase in the Lord, you're going to have to be willing to decrease in yourself. Verse 20 says, and David came to Belperazim, and he smote them, what? There, and said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me, like, and are we reading the same thing? No, we're not. Like, I think we read, no, like the bursting out of the great waters. So he called the name of that place Belperazim, Lord of breaking through. Yes, it's in two different accounts. But David knew the Lord of the breakthrough. David had a breakthrough praise. David had a breakthrough dance. David had a breakthrough shout. David had a breakthrough fight. David had a breakthrough tone in his mouth. David had a breakthrough love. David had a breakthrough prayer life. David had a breakthrough prayer language. David had a breakthrough spirit on his life. I don't know about anybody in this place. You can stay stuck if you want, but anybody that's with me tonight, say, I got the breakthrough. Breakthrough is 
place of breaches. Breakthrough is place, this won't come up on the screen. Breakthrough is place of breaches. It's the possessor of breaches. A place in Palestine. We understand the Philistines were a place of breaches, possessors of breaches, God of divisions. Now, if you read that, you find that to be negative. But when it comes to the Lord of the breakthrough, he comes in your life to divide you from anything that's not of him. The Lord of breakings through. I just, this came up because, listen, I want to help some people. Because saved people can be some of the most bound people. Because we think we save, we think the work is done. We think because we check the box on Sunday, it's it. Do you know that the regeneration process is every single day? He says in Ephesians that you are to renew the spirit of your mind, how often? Daily. You can't afford a day without working on your mind. The the neuroplasticity, the neural pathways in your brain, you can renew those by thoughts you think over and over and over again. The good news, you put good stuff on your brain, guess what? You begin to cut up some new pathways in your mind. But if you just have stinking thinking, negativity every single day, let me tell you, breakthrough will never come as long as you coddle negativity. You can't let something build a nest in your mind and then decide to kick it out. Lord, break me through. I need deliverance. Where's the healing ministry? Where's that famous evangelist? Come and cast it out of me. For what? So you can put it back on you? You, let me help you. You don't fool demons. You just want to shake, rattle, and roll. You just want to vomit. You just want to roll in the back of your head. No, no, you are not delivered. You're exhausted. You want a service where you just, <laughs> yeah, anybody going to be delivered after that? You tired. But when you wake up tomorrow, guess what you're going to do? That's the most dangerous thing. You have come to a church that is going to challenge you to get your tail in the word. There's no sustained freedom outside of the word of God. If you want to live a free life, you have to live a life in the truth, anchored by the truth, filled with the spirit, and give God the steering wheel. Can't get no freedom on YouTube. It's a whole lot of perversion going on out here. You leave one religion and get into the next. Calm down. Chill out. Pump your brakes. Get to know Jesus. Fall in love with Jesus, not spirituality. 
I'm trying to, I'm trying to help somebody right now. Because you're not spiritual, you spooky. And that's why folks don't want to fool with us because we've made revival, we've made deliverance into this service where we always got to bring buckets in. Folks want go, go, go. Folks is hurting themselves getting freedom. God does not want to traumatize you to freedom. God don't want you coming to the altar and then somebody out there scared. They're like, I'm cool. Y'all can have y'all freedom. Because if we get freedom the way some people want it, we got to have helmets under, the t- under here. So anybody come to the altar, before you come, come to put on, you got to put on a, on a jacket. You got to put the helmet on because it's about to go down. The Lord about to free you tonight. <laughs> got the helmet of salvation on, huh? Man. No, we selling people some bull crap. Why, why am I going to come to your place where I got to convulse to get free when I can go on a mountain and get some yoga in for a few hours in a calm place? Don't nobody want to be embarrassed. Don't nobody want to be thrown up. Don't nobody want Now, if God choose to do that, then he choose to do it. But more times than not, God is very kind. He's very gentle. He's not going to force himself on you. If you don't want to be free, baby, stay bound up and tell me how fun, how much fun you having. You make a choice to put on bondage. You can make the choice to take it off. We giving the devil too much credit. The devil ain't, the devil's already defeated. The devil is already defeated. The devil is already defeated. run into a generation that just want now we want microwave we don't want to do the work we don't want to fast we don't want to pray we just want to be delivered now God save our city now God send revival God heal this person now and we don't make disciples and everybody running around up and down the coast trying to find a healing service That's why you caught up in conspiracy theories. Yes, the last days. It was the last days 2,000 years ago. Read the scriptures. <laughs> Jesus been on his way back. He said, you ought not be thinking about when I'm coming back. You need to get filled with this spirit and go tell the people about me. Will I find you in faith when I return? Listen, you ready? He didn't ask, will I find you looking for me? You don't look for something you know is for show coming. We think the rapture is going to be something like crazy. We got jokes. Well, I hope I don't go up and you stay down here. Well, that's sad if you got a friend that might stay. You're not doing your job. Both y'all should be going up. And who said we going up? If the world round. 
Why we always, God, we love you. So when the world turns, where we, God, we love, where's up? Heaven ain't up. I'm trying to help some people right now. I, 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 he said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. You looking up when you should be looking in. Freedom is within. It ain't coming out the sky. You don't deliver no egg yolk. You release it. sit here talking to perfectly sane people and the biggest trick of the enemy is to make you think you need to be delivered let me tell you nobody that needs to be delivered ask for it can you deliver me please come on come on one two three no no you don't need to be delivered if you can ask for it and you got people, I know how to pack the house. I would say, we doing deliverance service. We got the booth back there. Go sign up for deliverance. No, you don't need to ask for it. You receive freedom. <laughs> you receive freedom, you don't ask for deliverance. Acts 12. Let's watch this. Verse 5, start there. So Peter was kept in where? Prison. Peter was kept in where? Prison. One more time. Prison, Peter. Peter was kept in where? Prison. But fervent prayer for him was persistently made to what? God by the what? Church. He didn't say folks was trying to give visitations to lay hands on him. He said, wherever the believers were, the church was praying for Peter. Where was Peter? One more time. Peter was where? He was in prison. The very night before Herod was about to bring him forth, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. So he had reinforced bondage. I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to help somebody. Some folks got reinforced bondage. The devil don't even got to try to keep you bound. You got your own thinking that's keeping you bound. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, fastened with two chains. Two chains. Y'all so unsafe for real. And centuries before the door were guarding the prison. So he was in prison. He had... Two chains, he had two guards, and he had people on the outside. They was ready to kill this boy. And suddenly, see, you can't get no more bound than this. And suddenly, right, if I'm bound like this, right, if I'm bound like this, Lily, for sure, if you're from the hood or something, you're going to try to figure out how to cut a hole in the ground, get your homies to do something crazy, blow up something cut the guard's neck. You see in the movies you be watching. 
But look at how God delivers his child. And suddenly, an angel. Gent, what's the word? Gently. Gently smote. help us tonight an angel you see they had triple security the bondage that you are dealing with whoever I'm talking to only the Lord can break you out let me help you yoga came for you Soothsayers came, palm reading came, magic came, horoscopes came. What else? Weed came, mollies came, witches came, Tupac came. It's reinforced bondage you're in. So the place where your freedom, the place where you really are in your life, only God can free you. And he's willing to send help. He just going to gently smote you. On the side and what? Awaken him. The first thing God got to be able to do in your life is awaken you. You can't get delivered without first being awakened. You see this process, that's why you just want to come to church and just sit here, control how the service go, control how long it go, can complain about the songs we singing. Your deliverance ain't in a genre. I'm gonna find another church. They didn't sing my song. Well, you gone while them chains is dragging through the street. Sparks following your car in the spirit realm. You just, amen, amen. Let me, let me bag up. He says, and awaken him saying, get up quickly. The second thing is when you get awakened, you have to move then. You can't go from being awakened to reasoning. You can't go from being awakened to reasoning. You have to go from being awakened to what? Getting up quick. You don't have no time to let the devil start talking to you. That's in our nature, Adam and Eve. You don't get in a conversation with your chains. You don't apologize to your chains. You don't try to figure out a way to smuggle them in your new life. Your chains is not a souvenir. It's a testimony. Uh, he say, he say, he say, and the, he say, and the chains fell off his hands. Why did the chains fall off his hands? He got up. 
he got up. And he got up quickly. Watch this. And the angel said to him, tighten your belt because he was sagging. And bind on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your outer garment around you and what? Follow me. We're going to keep going, Bernadette. But look. So you got to be awakened. You got to get up quickly. He's going to break them chains off of you. And guess what you got to do? No, don't, no, no, no. But what did he say? He fastened fasten your belt and tighten your shoes. You actually have to be ready to run. Because <laughs> this, when you, when you getting out of this prison, you can't just be like, You know, in the movies, when the, when the, when the, when the person coming and you running back trying to get your, get your stuff. Mm-mm. You tighten your shoes. Strap your belt up. Because we're not coming back. Next verse. Look what he said. And Peter went out along following him, and he was not conscious that, that, that what was apparently being done by the angel was real. So he still, you, you see, this is where some people get it twisted. Because they're not aware that they're free. He thought freedom was a vision, not a reality. <laughs> So you come to church every Sunday. You go to counseling sessions. You buy, you just left the freedom. The, the, you just left a service like last Sunday, the Sunday before. And you go right back Monday. Weighing somebody else down. Man, I, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like last night was good at church, but today I woke up heavy. Your freedom has to be proven. So Monday morning when you wake up heavy, you put on the garment of praise. And you get heavy off you. You are free to get heavy off you. You could stay bound to the suggestion of heaviness. But I'm here to tell you, some of your bondage is an illusion and a lie from the pit of hell. Adam says, Father, I hid myself. I'm naked. And the Lord says what? Who told you you was naked? Who told you I was mad at you? Who told you you are bound? Every day you have to make a choice to put on righteousness, put on freedom, put on faith, exercise peace, take courage. You're not going to wake up feeling free every day. Freedom is something you know, not something you feel. Stop waiting for the feeling of freedom. If you want the feeling of freedom, go, go take some ecstasy. There's all types of illusions of freedom, but ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Too smoked out, you going crazy. (laughs) 
I hear you. I hear you, Kim. I hear you. I hear little Brad. <laughs> he thought it was a vision he was seeing. Next verse. When they had passed through the first guard, say first guard. Ooh, I'm telling you, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it, it ain't, oh, it, anyway, the first guard and the what? Second guard, they came to the iron gate, which leads into the city. Let me help you. When they came to the first, then they came to the second, and then they came to the third, the gate. Then they went into the city. I'm trying to tell you. If you want to be free, you can't stop at the first gate. You, you, you just happy you got out the cell. So you just, you just come out the cell, outside the cell. Complaining, smoking, drinking, doing all that. You just outside the cell. Chilling. You're not free. Just because you ain't got no chains don't mean you ain't bound. And then some people make it as far as the second gate. But guess what? You still ain't free. They looking for you. The children of Israel wasn't free until they walked across the Red Sea. Pharaoh was on their tail. And then he went to say at the iron gate which leads into the city. Of its own accord, the gate swung open. I'm just trying to see where the violence at. Angel came and took the chains off. Said, hey, sit up. Angel gave him directions. The gates, the Lord, the Lord allowed the, 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 the guards to remain asleep. The Lord swung the gate wide open, and they went out and passed on through one street, and at once the angel left him. This is where we get caught up right here with Nelly. Hey, we want them chills we get all the time. And the moment we don't get chills at church, we think God left us. I'm here to help every believer. You ain't going to always be on fire the way you feel. You ain't going to always get goosebumps. Can you keep the same fire for Jesus even when you don't feel he around? Because the angel not only was on assignment to set you free, but he was also put on assignment to let you free. Let me, let me, let Setting you free and letting you free is a whole new different ball game. I came to set you free, but to prove that you're a son of God, you have to be let free, and you're going to have to figure out what freedom looks like without the guidance. Okay. It's like, it's like a bird. We, I, I sat on you, made sure you was protected. You know, I'm a bird right now. I sat on you, kept you warm. But then it comes a point where mama bird kick you out. Look, the mama bird kick you out knowing that there's predators around. So you only have a window of time to learn how to fly. Why is it in the animal kingdom they know how to let their children figure out how to live free? 
Where did they get that nature from? And our creator, out of his love, will let you down. Not let you down, not let you down. But he allows you to develop freedom. That's why the Holy Spirit is so necessary. That's why there's such a fight in being filled with the Spirit, praying in your heavenly prayer language, functioning in the gifts. We've trained a generation to go to church simply to run programs, but don't know how to run their life. Your identity is not in the ministry you serve in. We've raised slaves and servants, not sons. So we are seeing during a pandemic, people that have been serving for a long time are falling away. Because there was no root in them in the first place. That's why I will never be satisfied with you coming and just sitting in the pews for years and years, never being rooted. You can never be rooted unless you give up yourself. You have to plant something in order to get roots. You can't be a taker and be rooted. And the angel left him. Next verse. Then Peter came to himself. What did Peter do? Came to him. Oh, I I guess this is real. I better figure it out now. And that's what, this is why God won't carry you all the time. Because you'll have an illusion that there's no hard times. He may not carry you all the time, but he will always keep you. He will always keep you. But stop wanting to be carried all the time. Enough with the milk ministry. Milk is good. You got to have milk in the diet, but milk can't be the main course. Now I really know. And I'm sure that the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting to do. This is the night before this dude is about to be beheaded. I love God because he comes. He may not come when I want him, but he comes right on time. He was about to be beheaded. Some of you about to lose your mind. And the Lord says, get up quickly, follow me, come to yourself, and never turn back. And the story goes, he knocked on the door. The people that was praying for him didn't even believe it was him. Now, that's us too. We pray for something, it shows up. We're like, what? Nah, Lord, you playing. That ain't freedom. That ain't freedom. That ain't freedom. That's freedom. That ain't freedom, though. That ain't freedom. John 8, 
31. Here we go. Here we go. Here's freedom. Here's freedom. Here's freedom. It's not deliverance. Here's, here's, here's released. I'm trying to help some people, and I'm trying to help you help your friends. That's trying to find freedom serving two masters. It won't work. It's like trying to have two spouses. It won't work. Somebody going to get abandoned. Herod. No, no, that ain't Herod. John 8, 31. <laughs> oh, man. Say, Lord, I'm free. Come on, come on. Say, I'm free. See, and I love the Lord. He don't want you just free. He wants you what? Free indeed. I'm going to keep reading. I'm just trying to help y'all. Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, when you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. For if you embrace the truth, it will what? Release more freedom into your lives. It'll be up there in a second. It'll be up there in a second. When you continue to embrace all that I teach you. You guys are in Christian that pick parts of the word. Can we we pick parts of the word? I like the one that he he loved me. I don't like the one that he corrects me. I like the one where he tells me to do what I want to do, but I don't like the one that he tells me to be accountable. I like the one that he tell me I'm a reap. I don't like the one he tell me to sow. Well, it's no way around it. Jesus is the Bible. He's threaded from beginning to the end. Old Testament is Old Testament is shadows and types of what was to come. You can't kick out the Old Testament and fully embrace the New Testament. You have to understand, he says, so Jesus said to those Jews, if you abide in my word, if you abide in my word, hold fast to my teachings and live in accordance with them, you are truly my disciples. Verse 32. And you will know the truth. When will you know the truth? you abide you trying to get truth understood separated you trying to get truth understood holding on to something else in your life it's when you abide in him and he abides in you then you will know the truth and then when you know the truth the truth then will set you free you're not free just because you came to church and heard a scripture read. You're not free because you came to a good service. You are free when you let the words you heard abide as Lord in your life, and then the truth will what? Set you free. There's no quick way to true freedom. Uh, 
give me that in the TPT if you can. I know that's going to take a sec, but that's okay. Verse 33, he says, surprised by this, of course. They said, but we're the descendants of Abraham and we're already free. Yeah, Henri, feeling obligated. We've never been in bondage to anyone. How could you say that we will be released into more freedom? Oh, arrogance. I speak eternal truth. Jesus said, when you sin, you are not free. When you do things that you know are wrong and you do them anyway, you are not free. When you serve idols and statues and you you make your own gods and you know inside it's not right, you know inside it's not bringing you wholeness, you are not free. But you walk around and some of the main people talking about love are some of the most miserable souls in this city. says you've become a slave in bondage to your sin I love this the enemy does not have you bound you're in bondage to your actions so if I'm in bondage to my sin the way to get free is to what stop sinning Um, I got some stuff I'm working through But I will tell you this. There is a life where you can get rid of intentional sinning. Right, attitude. Like physically, you will always get grumpy when tired, when hurting. Physically, you will get sad. Physically, you will get angry. These are natural emotions that come with the package of physical. But sin is a soul issue. You cannot intentionally sin. When I was smoking, I was drinking, I was fornicating, I was disrespectful, I would steal, I would all these things that you don't have to do. You you don't have to do these things. You don't have to slap your wife. You don't have to cuss out your kids. He said, go ahead, be angry. That's natural. Sin not. Oh, yeah, be sad. Those are real feelings. That's good. You're feeling something. But don't be led by sad. Yeah, I could choose not to get drunk. I could choose not to get high. I could choose not to sleep around. But the more I don't choose it, the stronger the bondage gets. But then I come to church and I ask for somebody to pray for me. But the prayer don't work without your choice to choose freedom. And that's why for me, I, there comes a point in, my, in, in, in ministry where I keep seeing the same people asking year after year, come pray for me. I will tell you no. Jesus even did. He don't cast pearls among swine. You don't want to be free. 
You just want somebody to sympathize with you. You want to be a victim. You don't really want to be free, so I'm not going to pray for your freedom. I prayed for you, and my prayer from last year still worked for this year. So go get that off layaway. Go get that layaway. How many people used to have layaway prayers? It's just like, God gave you what you wanted, put it on layaway. Elders prayed for you, you put it on layaway. And he says, slaves have no permanent standing in a family. Slaves have no permanent standing in a family like a son does. And this is why folks that can't stop sinning eventually leave the church. It's not because the pastor pastor ain't saying what you want to hear. But Timothy warns us. It says that there will be a time where people will not want to hear sound doctrine. But they will find churches that tickle their little ears and preach what they want to hear. Folks is looking for a church that won't challenge them but just keep them comfortable. Why he keep talking about that? Because you keep on needing that word. Who told him I was out last night? Tommy, did you, did you tell them that I was out last night? No, God knows. He's everywhere. You ain't hiding from the King of kings and the Lord of the Lord. He, told, he said that word. He keeps preaching that word because God still wants you. The day you stop hearing warnings is the day you need to be scourged. But if you keep hearing God's voice, man, that's wisdom crying out in the street saying, come home, son. Come home, daughter. Why would you want to go to a church where you don't hear what your soul needs? So if the son... If the son... For a son is a part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free from sin, which he did, then become a true son and be unquestionably free. Your freedom can't be in question. You, you, can, you should not have to wonder if you free or not. And let me tell you something. You can't be free merely by faith. You actually need to be experiencing freedom. That's your witness. Ain't nobody getting saved by your free by faith. Up in the club, I'm free. God love me. He know my heart. He know my heart. Now, they ain't witnessing to nobody. Listen to him. Listen to him. He said, he sent his word to heal my disease. He sent what to free you? His word. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. Man, we, we've laid hands on folks in here. We pray for folks. Like, and there's times where folks will experience the electricity of the Lord upon them and, and, and experience of deliverance and freedom. I, I, like, I'm not against deliverance. We are a church that will see deliverance happen. But come on, don't, 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 don't be no usher coming up, pastor, I need deliverance. 
No, pastor, I need deliverance. I keep on picking up them porn uh, newspapers. Pastor set me free from them newspapers. <laughs> this the same usher that be at the lovers meetings, that be on the prayer call, that come to church with his Bible. No iPad, like big, thick Bible. How you doing, brother and sister in Christ? I love you. God bless you. Say the right stuff. Look, I'm all for your freedom, but it comes a point where you got to be free. There comes a point where you got to deny your flesh. There comes a point where you got to live accountable, tell on yourself, get out the closet, make some real choices. If every time you open that laptop, it's an issue, you don't need a laptop. Every time you turn on that phone, it's an issue, you don't need a phone. Get a flip phone. They still sell them. Get you a pager or something. Wifey got to page you now. <laughs> right, get you a Kindle or something. You don't need no iPad, Pro, none of that. He sent his word, and that's why. There will be no meetings, there will be no ministries, there will be no worship practice, there will be nothing without the Word of God. There will be no choices made without the Word of God. If the Word of God is not first in this house and in your life, you always stand a chance of slipping. You see the woman at the well. You remember anything violent happening there? What happened? Jesus was like, uh-uh, stop lying. You, you had five husbands. Just look, you'd have messed with the wrong one. You had five husbands. Talk to me straight. Let's deal with truth right now. What happened later? That woman went off and began to, see, so she had, she, she had some bondage. Five husbands, you got some bondage. You, you got some soul ties, all of that. Right? L look at how she got free, though. A conversation with the word. A conversation with the word. Stop talking to the devil. Talk to the word. Jeez. Why? Because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3.17, TPT, now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. And wherever he is Lord, wherever the Holy Spirit is able to, to be Lord of your life, there is freedom. Not wherever worship is, not wherever the word goes forth, not wherever a spirit-filled house is. That's why you can be, don't, don't, don't be like they not anointed there because I'm still bound. See, I'm looking for a church that's anointed because I just, they, they couldn't deliver me. I remember one lady, when I first no, I think I was visiting. I remember I was visiting, teaching somewhere. And this girl came up. She was like, hi, you know, um, you got some time because can we, can we go in the back? First of all, if that's how you start off the conversation, no. 
can we go in the back? No. Get behind me, Satan. Get back, Satan. Okay. But she's like, hey, you know, because people come up, the anointing goes forth, and they like, oh man, I'm gonna get free tonight. Something, something just like right here. Right, I feel it right here. You get them people. I feel it like right here. It's like ready to come out. Like if last week it was right here. So the demon just moving up. He on his way out. <laughs> Two pace. I'm not, I'm not making funny of nobody bound. I am actually making fun of the enemy how, fool, how, 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 how much he really have people fooled. And I remember the wisdom of God came to me. She said, a few years ago, some ministers performed deliverance on me. <laughs> but they did not, here was her exact words, but they didn't finish. There's people out there for real. The service wasn't long enough. I was, it was, it was, it started off right here, but they ended the service too soon. Soon as they took, did announcements, the demon stopped right here. <laughs> so I looked at her. I said, listen, first of all, the person that frees you is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit don't do no halfway jobs. The, whole, the, the God I serve don't do no halfway jobs. If the Holy Spirit, if the truth sets you free, guess what? You free indeed. If the Spirit delivered you, you are delivered. So I don't know what them ministers did. But man, sometimes if we not trained right, we leave people more bound. And I looked at her, I said, listen, you're free. You just have some choices to make. I'll pray with you, but we not, you not, see, you're not about to get me back here for two hours. No, because these kinds of spirits want to drain you and discourage you. So they'll get you in the back and they'll be... And they'll be doing all kind of stuff, and they'll start convulsing, and you think you convulsing because you're getting delivered, and you actually getting deeper, more rooted in the bondage. Because mentally, you have just told yourself you just got delivered because of something that took place, like convulsing, shaking. And then when you wake up Monday and you're experiencing the same darkness, now you begin to doubt God. And it gets into trying to find other gods, other religions that can get this thing out of you. Maybe I'll try yoga. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try that. And any sense of peace or freedom, you will follow down that path. Listen. True freedom comes from anchoring to the truth. Hey, you ready for this? 
It took 2,000 plus years for humanity to get free. You think you about to experience freedom in one service? You're free by faith, for sure. But I'm telling you, the day that I received Jesus, I wasn't like this. I am going from faith to faith, glory to glory. I am improving. I am maturing. I am, it's levels to this thing. Freedom without truth leads to deeper bondage. You ready for this? Matthew 12, 43. I'm going to try to speed this up, but I think this is helping somebody. Matthew 12, 43 through 45. I want you guys to see this. When a demon is cast out of a person, it roams around a dry region looking for a place to rest. This is Bible. This is Jesus teaching his people. But never finds a place to rest because demons, spiritual agents, need a vessel to belong on earth. That's why when you're channeling, that's when you're meditating, you have to be careful what you're opening yourself up to because they're looking for a place to make home. Listen, now the Lord, no, that ain't it. Let me know when you're ready. I'm going to read it again. When a demon is cast out of a person, when a demon is cast out of a person, it roams around a dry region looking for a place to rest but never finds it. Then it says, who is it? Come on, help me back. Then the demon says... I'll return to the house I moved out of. You see why it was important for Peter to keep running and strap up his shoes and tie up his belt. Because guess what? The enemy that left you is still roaming around the city. That's why. Here you go. This is the danger of deliverance. Because if you, if you don't have the proper environment, whatever was possessing that person... That demon is roaming around in this building looking for another person to take over. That's why you got to have, you want to wonder why we worship how we worship? We have been building a house for God that it is so thick in this place that even the ignorant will be protected when true deliverance happens. So you don't want to do long worship, go ahead with yourself yourself. But there is a day that God is going to break people free, and this has to be a safe environment for deliverance. There has to be teaching here. There has to be understanding here. Because the enemy says, I'll return to the house I moved out of. And so it does go back. Only to find the house is vacant what good is deliverance (laughs) the house is warm oh I found the church got let me comfortable Thomas he is comfy up in here 
They don't be challenged. They forget, man. Y'all keep talking about drinking and all that stuff, man. All we need to hear about is the cross. Yes, you got to hear about the cross. But if you understood the cross, you wouldn't be doing what you've been doing, boss. That's where a lot of demons hang out, comfortable churches. They be up in the parking lot like taxi drivers. Anybody? <laughs> Uber. <laughs> Mm-mm. That's why you got to have a worship that comes from the altar that cleans out the block. Listen, he says, and so it goes back only to find, only to find that the house is vacant, warm, and look, ready for it to move, ready for it, ready for it to move back in. Like that old boyfriend. Baby, I promise how I do it. We, we could do this, baby, I promise. I got a job, I got a job. <laughs> oh, when the enemy comes back, he for sure is pitching. Now, this is very important that you watch this. He's not coming back the same way he left. He's not coming back trying the same jokes, trying the same game. When you break up with somebody that was bringing bondage, it's, man, he, he, that person going to come back with more game. That person going to come back with more promises, more flowers. They're going to come back different. They're going to be the devil in, a, in the red dress now, going to be the blue dress. He can't come back the same. Why? Because you awoke. He can't try the, tr the new tricks, the same tricks, because you woke now. Watch this. Flat out. Boom. So it goes looking for seven other demons more evil than itself. Getting his homies. Hey, I found a vacant house. It's like crackhead looking for vacant houses. Get the picture. And they all enter this time. Listen, the same one that left you, he at the back door now. He let his other homie knock on the on the door. You think it's a new one. Like, oh, okay. You nice. I was about to say, my last, my last situation, uh-uh, I ain't never doing that again. And listen, it starts off different. But little homie in the back, he going to walk in. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Remember me? <laughs> Remember me? Come in like Martin Lawrence. This, hi, how y'all doing? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. See, and when will he come back in? Once you have gotten comfortable with what you thought was new. It's her birthday. What that mean? You can sleep on your birthday in church? She knocked out. She can't even hear the... Just make it. <laughs> That's all right. She's going to make the anniversary video. Hey, man, look, look, look. <laughs> I 
Listen, listen, listen. We live. We live. We got to stop joking. We got to stop joking. We got to stop joking. <laughs> we got to stop joking. <laughs> Man, production team. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, guys. This is serious business. It's always a fight. So he goes and gets seven, and they all enter together to live there. They're not visiting. These not renters. They coming to rule your life. They're coming to destroy your life. They're coming to discourage you. They're coming to knock you off the path of righteousness. Listen. Then the person's condition is what? Much worse than it was in the beginning. That's why the enemy always comes in the beginning of your new life, your new breakthrough, your new experience. He can't let you get rooted in the new. So he comes right at the perfect time when you're feeling high, and then everything is God. God sent it because you're feeling real good. You're vulnerable. Look, getting delivered is vulnerable. When things begin to break open for you, when scales begin to be removed from your eyes, it's a vulnerable place. Enemy has no good plans for you. And if you are with people that aren't aware of the enemy's games, you are in a dangerous place. You can't trust people with your heart and your soul that can't see the enemy working in their life. It's dangerous. If they're not going to fight with you, if they're not going to read with you, if they're not going to worship with you, if they're not going to, because you're going to go down with them, and guess what? You will be held responsible for your own blindness. Take your opportunity to run while you have a chance. Don't play with your past. Let it go. Don't play with your past. Let it go. Take the opportunity to run while you have a chance. Don't play with a perverted presence either. Present, sorry. I think I got time. I don't got time for all that, but I got time for a couple more. Is this helping anybody? Let me put up Matthew 22. Let me help you. Jeez, this serious business. I don't even think I'll have time. I guess we'll be dealing with this for the next two, three weeks. We'll be dealing with, this morning we dealt with where the wild things are. Powerful time. So 
So morning we do what a wild things are, and evening we'll do whatever it is called. <laughs> Listen. Matthew 12, verse 22. First of all, understand this. Another reason why some people remain bound, as I mentioned and have been mentioning, is you're fighting against your own freedom. You can also make your sorrow an idol. You can make that parent that hurt you back in the day an idol. Don't make your pain an idol. Look, then a man brought before Jesus who had a demon spirit that made him both blind and unable to speak. Jesus healed him what? Instantly. And? They don't have dial up. Sorry. And he could see and talk again. He just pointed to that like it was absolutely. He can see and talk again. Talk and see he could do again. I'm going to just read it a few different ways. Get my phone. Y'all slow. That's why Giselle fell asleep. Y'all just waiting for the scriptures to show up. Can you get Matthew 12, 22 for me? Thank you. Where would be a good stop, a place to stop? Because I want to even show you what Jesus does with violent demons. The crowd, he could see and talk again. The crowds went wild with amazement as they witnessed this miracle, and they kept saying to one another, could this man be the Messiah? But when the Pharisees overheard what the people were saying about the miracle, they said he cast out demons by the power of Satan, the prince of demons. I want you to help. I want, can I help you guys? You, you see this? The devil has nothing to do with what you're going through. The devil is the prince of demons. He has workers. <laughs> he has workers. And if you read your word, Ephesians 6 tells you, tell you there are layers, principalities, rulers in high places. The enemy works through government. They're sophisticated demonic activity. They're just ghetto demonic activity. Don't take no work. They're just hood, just hood demons, just like, what's up, bro? Can I get that from you? How much? Absolutely. Some of us give our freedom away like, like, like crackheads give away TVs. We just like, here, how much you want? $5 here. No, you, you, we, we give it up too easy. The devil don't got to work hard for some of us. We easily tempt it. Now, Jesus supernaturally perceived their thoughts and motives, so he confronted them by telling them this. 
I thought y'all paid the bill, y'all. All right, here you go. Open this up for me. Where's that? What verse is that? 25. 25. Oh, Rope presenter told me what verse it was. He like, but Pastor, you need to get your own phone. And knowing their thoughts, is this the TPT? Oh, this is the Amplified. That's TPT. Effie gave it to me in the Amplified Classic. That's okay. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. We want to keep it. We don't want to cause y'all no more trouble. And knowing their thoughts, he said to them, any kingdom that is divided. Any kingdom that is divided, verse 25, against itself is being brought to desolation and laid waste. You do know, you do know, any kingdom that fights against itself will end up in ruins. Let's keep it there. You do know you represent a kingdom, your mind. Here, you want to see, see where, your free, where your bondage is. What areas are you fighting against yourself? What areas God is pulling you one way and you really want to do that, but then your flesh is pulling you another way and you really want to do that? When will you put to rest the wrestle between the flesh and the spirit within you? Freedom comes with making some tough decisions. Most people you see that are bound or that are crying out for deliverance or you see them in church one day and they go back, they're struggling with letting go of the past. They're struggling with letting go of one life. They know church was good. They know God is good. They've been baptized. They did all of that, and now they're right back. Why? Because they can't let go. Wherever they are running back to has a hold on them. It says, in any family or community splintered by strife will fall apart. That's why Love Quest, you, I, 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 nope, ain't happening. We will not mess up over strife and division. We will not mess up what God wants to do in this place. So if Satan cast out Satan, he is making war on himself. What he's telling this is ludicrous. Why am I going to cast out demons? And I serve Satan. Clearly, if I'm casting out demon and putting an end to the demon, to, to devil's work in people's lives, clearly I'm not working for him. So if, if Satan empowers me to cast out demons, who empowers your exorcist to cast them out? Go ask them. For what they do proves you're wrong in your accusations. On the other hand, if I drive out demons by the power of the what? Spirit of God, then the end of Satan's kingdom has come. You know, when you serve in darkness, you are letting the enemy set up a kingdom. And the longer you let him set that kingdom up, the more you got to undo. You got to make a decision to put an end to it right now, tonight. This is why I love the Lord 
he ain't going to make you wait for a week for freedom. He going to show up. He sent his word to you tonight. And he says, take the word, let the word abide. Now go build on tonight and keep on building till you meet me. Say his work. I'll close at John 5, verse 2. John 5, verse 2. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, there is a pool called, in Aramaic, the house of loving kindness. And this pool is surrounded by five covered porches. Hundreds of sick people were lying there on the porches, the paralyzed, the blind, and the crippled, all of them waiting for their healing. What were they all doing? Waiting. John 5, 2, I'm at verse 4 now. All waiting for their healing. You, You want deliverance or you want to be set free? That's the question you got to ask yourself. See, because the enemy got us food, we'll go to an amazing service and experience God's move. And then we'll wake up with the same anxiety. And then we'll question God. Was that really God? No, just because you got set free in a service don't mean the enemy not going to come back knocking at your door. You got to do work. You might have to go home and get rid of some stuff out of your house. Some statues, some books. Some You might have to go clean house and anoint your house. You might have to do some things. You might have to change the music you're listening to. You might have to change some friendships you're in. You might have to change some business partners that, you, that you're in. And if you're willing to compromise your freedom, then stop praying, asking for freedom. That relationship is more important than the freedom Jesus died for. Then keep doing what you're doing. But my prayer is you get fed up. Some of you got one link left in your chain. For an angel of God would periodically descend into the pool to stir the waters. Come on. Can I help some body do you know how often i've been in a deliverance service periodically so do you mean to tell me god is healing periodically so the angel will come by periodically descend it into the pool to stir up the waters and the first one who stepped into the pool after the waters swirled would instantly be healed i love it because he didn't lay hands on nobody he just stirred up the water that's why we tell people when we worship it and when it's on fire when there's a what stirring you gotta what jump in Don't just be looking at everybody else dancing. Don't just be looking at every, just what you got to do. Jump in. I don't care if it ain't your norm. Jump in. Why? Because the water is what? Stirring. Sitting here looking at everybody else. Man, I wish my worship was like that. It ain't about your worship. It's about your faith. Jump in the water. So worried about what your worship look like. 
says, verse 5, now there was a man who had been disabled for 38 years. Lying amongst the multitude of the sick. When Jesus saw him lying there, I'll read it from here. When Jesus saw him lying there, he knew that the man had been crippled for a long time. So Jesus said to him, do you truly, and this is the question I have for you. This is what you really got to ask your friends. Stop talking about how free you want to be. Do you truly want to be free? I dare you this week, you're going to have a conversation with some people that want to be delivered. Ask them. Do you really want to be free? If you don't really want to be free, let's just enjoy this coffee and talk about surface stuff. I could, t- I could show you how to be free. Folks plan, and they're wasting your energy and time. Remember, this is the year of stewardship. Stop having coffee with people for three hours that's just talking about freedom. Let's get free. sick man, the sick man answered him, sir, the sick man answered him, what, sir, there's no way I can get healed. Like, that's okay. We talking. For I have no one who will lower me into the water. So he's looking at his limitations. He's making some excuses. And he's watching everybody else get free. But here comes the day of freedom. The Lord has a favor deliverance for you. You won't have to do deliver. You won't have to get free like everybody else did. He says, "Lower me in the water when the when the angel come when the, when the angel come." He talking about when the angel come, and he not knowing the Savior then came. You looking for your medicine doctor to come on. You, you looking for your appointment on Tuesday with your psychiatrist, and you don't know that the resurrector is here tonight. You, you waiting for the cannabis club to open up tomorrow, and you don't know that the resurrected king is here tonight. You might be having coffee with somebody this week, and they like, man, I meet with my psychiatrist this week. I dare you to be bold and say, the Jesus, Jesus is here right now. Your healer is here right now. He says, as soon as I get ready, he says, as soon as I get ready to crawl to the edge of the pool, ain't it, remember, as soon as I get ready to get free, something gets in my way. I get a phone call. I get some homies that want to go kick it again. That temptation comes back. Someone else jumps in ahead of me. Here's deliverance, Effie. It wasn't violent. This guy been bound for 38 years. And this is what Jesus says. Stand up. Ain't this what the angel said to Peter? Here's a pattern. He says... Stand up. Get up. 
It was a roll shake it up. Yeah, I don't got the slap, blah, 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 anointing. I don't got that. Now, I get stirred up. I, I can, I, we, however the Holy Spirit want to use me, I, I, I'm not going to hold nothing back. But, but I want to have enough, uh, enough assurance. I want to live a life in secret that is holy. So that whenever heaven wants to move through me on behalf of someone who is bound, we see results. And some of us are praying for our friends' freedom, but we don't want to walk in freedom before them. You're praying for their freedom while you're sitting there getting drunk with them. How you going to put the chains on and try to take them off? You want your friend free? Then make some changes. says, stand up and pick up your sleeping mat, that mat that kept you comfortable. He said, once you stand up, pick up your mat, you will walk. Why did he say pick it up? Because you won't be sleeping no more. You won't be laying back in that place no more. And some people still have their spot on reserve. Just in case it don't work out, I can go back to my mat. <laughs> and the Lord says, no. 2021, he's coming after you. And that's what Love Quest is going to be for all of his existence. When you encounter someone from Love Quest, when you come into this house, you will be compelled to pick up your mat. And my challenge to every person that ever stepped foot in this house is to leave with your mat in your hand as your testimony. Don't you dare go back to that mat and sleep again. Do I got any free people in this place? Do, come on. Do I have any free people in this place? Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.